This is Ask the Experts. Here's Karan Bhatia. I am Karan Bhatia, joined by Will Blackman, Super Bowl champion, played with five NFL teams, combat sports enthusiast, and there's like 20 <laughs> other things on the list. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, wine, wine football, and combat sports. That's what it is. Got Actually, it. yeah, there you go. That's what it is. It was I, I know four teams. It was four teams. Four teams. They're all, yeah, they're all behind me. You see them. There you go. And then there was a couple stints. There was a couple double stints at the Seahawks, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah. So I did go to training camp with the Seahawks, and then I had a um, I had a ginger ale with the Saskatchewan <laughs> Riders. Not a cup of coffee, but a ginger ale. <laughs> a ginger. <laughs> And and you mentioned you mentioned wine enthusiast. I, I, before we even get started, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I I remember I was watching Jay Feely talk one time, and he mentioned that before a game, he would drink Sparks energy drink, which I think has a little bit of alcohol in it. And maybe I don't know. Maybe that gave him a little boost. We've heard of Marshawn Lynch and others. I, I'm guessing there was no wine before any games for you. Night before, not day of. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, it helped. Uh, Help Joe Namath, if, if nothing else. Um, so I <laughs> wanted to ask you, uh, obviously, football is back. We're all pumped. Uh, we, we saw the game NFL kickoff last night. Uh, it was not a competitive matchup, at least in the second half. Um, right. I think people maybe expected it to be a competitive matchup, especially if you look at the odds and the lines, um, you know, minus two and a half, things like that. What were your thoughts on uh, the opening game for NFL week one? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people expected it to be competitive because uh, – you know, those are the two favorites to go and meet up in the Super Bowl. Um, last night, the things that were telling were Buffalo was, you know, as advertised. Um, yeah. I think them having tough losses two years in a row, still having all their pieces intact, in having one of the best front offices and coaching staffs in the entire NFL. Uh, that whole building is just primed and ready to go. Um, Josh Allen showed why he's the favorite to be the MVP and, and continue to show why he and Stephon Diggs uh, have an outstanding chemistry. And, um, you know, the everyone was concerned about the secondary, but they got two all-pro safeties. Von Miller showed up and why he makes a difference. So that was – they were as advertised, and that was super cool. Uh, with the Rams, I think, one, you know – they just won the Super Bowl. So everyone talks about the hangover and that could be legit. You know, everyone's fighting so hard to, to get to the pinnacle. And they ended up doing that last year. Um, they lost some key pieces of the O-line. You know, they lost Robert Woods. They don't have OBJ. You know, losing Eric Weddle, you know, Eric Weddle wasn't signed to make tons of plays, but he was there to help get guys aligned and communicate. So he was another quarterback back there. So that was a big deal. And then, you know, they didn't they didn't play in the preseason, the starters. So you know, I'm banging on the table to get Allen Robinson the football. And, and, you know, I guess, you know, not enough reps happen for them to do that. So I just think overall for the Rams, they're still trying to figure it out. I think uh, because they are a championship caliber team, you know, eventually they'll they'll figure it out. But last night, the Bills just showed that they're ready to rock. You mentioned Von Miller. It was interesting. He said uh, post game, he mentioned that he actually warmed up on the wrong side of the field because that's what he was he was used to. Um, and, and obviously that was, you know, a decision to to go to a different team. You've been in there. You've actually lived it. It's it's interesting. There was a reporter once talking to Bernard Hopkins and, and Hopkins said, I live what you talk. Right. There's difference than there's actually talking about it and analyzing it and actually doing it. You, you actually yeah. did it. Um, so, you know, outside looking in. Fans, we look at decisions to go to different teams or, or you know, contract negotiations, things like that. We think we have it all figured out. You were actually in there. So what was it like just navigating NFL and teams? And, and when you say other players making decisions, I'm sure you have a different perspective of it, right? 
Well, yeah. Well, my perspective was more so. I wasn't. I wasn't always highly sought after. You know, I was. I was an option where you know Vaughn could have went anywhere he wanted to go and just found the best opportunity. You know, he was fortunate. He was at Denver, got one there. Then he goes to the Rams. They get one there. Now he's at Buffalo. So he's now. He already solidified himself financially. He already solidified his uh, individual accolades as a player, but as one of the best pass rushers ever. Now he's just like, hey. I'm going to keep chasing these rings. As long as they pay me to do so, I'm going to do it. And so uh, it's a great position to be in. In my case, it was just more so, okay, my, my contract ended now where we're going to go. And I was just all about opportunity. You know, I wasn't so keen on like, well, you know, where's the location, you know, who's this, how many teams, you know, I remember being in green Bay, everyone talked about like green Bay is not really high to sort after because no one wants to really live there. And in some of the cases it was true, you know, guys would rather have taken, uh, gotten more money elsewhere and lived in a different city and didn't want to move their family there. But um, yeah, I think a lot of those come into play. Um, even I was talking to a uh, buddy yesterday about, you know, we were discussing, you know, financial advisors and I know some players benefit living, playing for the Raiders because of the, you know, the state tax uh, over there versus living, you know, playing for the Giants. So that, that comes into play too. I, uh, I want to talk about your journey uh, more, but let me first ask you about the rest of week one here. Um, obviously, we have some interesting matchups. We have Tom Brady uh, going to Dallas. We got uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Kyler Murray. That's going to be a good matchup. Um, what are you excited about in terms of this opening weekend for NFL? Yeah, I'm really. Um, well, for sure, everyone's going to be tuned in for the Browns Panthers. I mean, that's okay. that's that's going to be must see TV. But I'm really curious to see the um, probably the 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 Chiefs, and the reason I say that is because I just I feel everyone's so caught up with like oh Tyreek's not there, so and so's not there. But I feel like as long as you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you can just keep reloading at the receiver position. I think now uh, since since having you know a healthy Big Ben, Juju is going to really uh, elevate his game. Uh, when you have a quarterback like that, that's going to be that's going to be huge. Then yeah, I mean this, I mean the <laughs> Russell going back to Seattle. Week one's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm never, I'm not leaving the couch all week. So yeah, you got a bunch of division matchups, and yeah, so it's interesting, really interesting to see. And then. The one thing that people aren't talking about, which I understand why they're not, but you got the Jaguars versus the Commanders, and it's really, really, can we see, you know, Trevor Lawrence really elevate his 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 game and see if you know what's up with Carson going against his his former uh, head coach? So that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be a really, really, really fun week. You know, so many stories. Yeah, what can Julio do with Brady now? You know, stuff like that. So many storylines to look at. I don't know if you are a betting man, but if you are any picks that you're looking at, or if not anything that someone who is looking to make a play could say, Oh, this is an interesting situation. So when it comes to betting, like I'm, I'm more of like, what is no one else thinking? Right. You know, um, I always try to look for the upsets, you know, like when I, when I usually bet on boxing, I, I'm pretty good at like finding upsets and stuff like that. But this week there's this something, um, something interesting about everyone, everyone is really high on the Eagles and I understand why they are, but I just feel like them going to Detroit for week one could be an absolute trap. So 
I definitely, for me, if, if you're a risk taker, if you're someone who likes to just, you know, go for it, I, I will, I will, you know, don't go crazy, but I'll, I'll bet a little money line on that for, for Detroit upsetting uh, the Eagles. But I did the other day, I just laid down a mean nine leg parlay. Just, <laughs> just, I'm not a crazy betting man, but once in a while I'll, I'll feel something and I'll go for it. So um, yeah. When you see that parlay add up and you see that total at the end, it's just too, it's just uh, too appetizing sometimes to not, to uh, not go yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's interesting. You know, one, one thing could just one, one game just ruins the whole thing, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. It should be a good weekend. I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your journey. Uh, you, you were born in uh, Rhode Island. Um, you made it to the NFL drafted by the Packers, Super Bowl champion, with the giants, but, but you did have your ups and downs. Um, you were released certain times, resigned, things like that. Um, you, you mentioned the differences between your journey and, and other players in the league and, and not being sought after in that way. Um, right. So out, you know, looking at your story, it seems like there was a lot of ups and downs, false starts, things like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, you competed at the highest possible level and, and you achieved something that so many people dream of. When you look back now at, at your journey, uh, being a little bit removed from it now, I mean, wh- wh- how do you reflect on, on your journey in the NFL? Um, my journey was cool because it was, that was my dream job. Yeah. You know, it's, you had the narrative going on a couple of years of, you know, I think when the, I forget her name, but told LeBron to like shut up and dribble. And then the whole yeah. <clears throat> more than the athlete campaign came out, which I wholeheartedly support. You know, I was fortunate to play all four years at Boston college and get my degree and and, and network a lot through my career. And, and now I have a really good network to, you know, if I need to do something, I have a ton of people to call, but more than an athlete, I was fine just being an athlete, <laughs> like, <laughs> like straight up, like to, to be a pro athlete for me, for me, that was everything that was, I, I watched everybody growing up. I, I dreamed of doing that, thinking it was impossible. And then for me to actually go and do it and, and do it for 12 years, I mean, it, it, it was it was pretty cool to and, and to be from Rhode Island, you know, not many <clears throat> come out of there to play D1, let alone go to NFL. Um, so, of course, you know, you you go there and you want to, you know, be a pro bowl, all pro and Hall of Fame and get all these accolades and make make tons and tons and tons of money. Um, but for me, I, you know, I had nine surgeries in my career. I've been released a couple of times. I, you know, even missed a season. So. For me, it, it really, it really, I learned a lot about myself and I learned that I'm super resilient and I was fortunate to go to different places. I was fortunate to go to, go to Green Bay. I was such a huge football historian. So to play there was absolutely incredible. And to go to New York and then win a Super Bowl with the Giants in New York, that was absolutely bonkers in itself. And then I got another perspective. I go to Jacksonville, new GM, new head coach, new uniforms, new locker room. Like everything was, everything was new new owner, you know, and I got to see what it was like for a struggling franchise to start from scratch and build. And then I go to finish in Washington uh, for the Redskins at the time. And I got to see an organization you know, where there's a lot of uh, disagreements up top in the front office or an executive area. So all I take all of that. And what's cool is from those experiences, um, I'm able to share a lot versus like, okay, I had a great career, no issues, no injuries, just went through it scot-free. That'd be great. But I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for 
those experiences. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple, bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you will get paid instantly, even if your team loses. That sounds like a pretty good bet to me. And MMA fans, don't forget about the huge fight happening in Las Vegas this Saturday. We got Nate Diaz taking on Chemaev. Are you kidding me? I am very pumped for that main event. We got Tony Ferguson on the card. It's stacked. I personally cannot wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code CURRAN, C-U-R-R-A-N, to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code CURRAN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I'm sure when you were coming up in, in high school and college, Sky felt like sky was the limit. I'm just curious of, of your perspective. Um, I, I remember there was an interview with Allen Iverson once and he said, oh, by this point in my career, I expected to have five or six championships. And then when you get there, you realize how difficult things are. Right. Um, what was, was, what was your mindset going into the league? Was the expectation different than the experience? Yeah, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, it was funny because you know, I grew up like watching Charles Woodson and he he signed with the Packers the same year I got drafted. So walking into that locker room was kind of starstruck to see him, to see Brett Favre, to see all these guys I used to watch. So, you know, I was just trying not to like screw up, really. Um, that, that was the biggest thing for me. And but it's kind of I feel like it's just kind of a theme of my whole life. Like when I first signed up for football at the age of six. Once I realized, okay, I can hang with these kids or I'm just as good, I was good. Same thing for Pop Warner, same thing for high school, same thing for college, and same thing into the NFL. Once I got to realize, like, okay, you know, like I'm I'm straight, I can handle this, then, then I was good. You know, the biggest thing for me is I wasn't I wasn't afraid um of competition or when things got difficult, that's like when it became more fun. So um, I think that's why I was able to be resilient and play long enough. You, you mentioned the more than, you know, more than just an athlete or the, the shut up and dribble. I, I, for a lo- I worked at HBO for a long time alongside the great Jim Lampley, who gave a really fitting tribute to, uh, to Muhammad Ali uh, when he passed. And he talked about the, the fact that he was all, the best at what he was doing competitively, but also stood up for the causes that he wanted to. Um, and, and obviously that was, you know, something to, to definitely applaud. It's, it's difficult to do to perform at the high, highest level athletically and be open and outspoken about different causes and things like that. Right. Um, you, you mentioned that you were more of a head down and I'm just going to focus on, on playing. So did you would if you looked at someone like that um what, what was your perspective of, of people like that who did put themselves out there to to you know stand up for social causes and, and things like that no i think it's admirable i mean it's it takes a lot to um put your career on the line and and sacrifice those things and and there's people um people like that need to exist so i think all that is is awesome and cool and um 
you know, when it's when it's super genuine and when there's a plan of action, like I totally support it. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think I have no negative thoughts. Like when people do that, I think it's, it's super cool, you know, because the thing is, at the end of the day, <clears throat> if you feel strong and passionate about something that if it moves you enough, that's usually when you say something and do something, you know, um, like I'm really I'm real passionate about um, like young defensive backs when they're in the NFL because I think that's one of the most undertaught positions at an early age. A lot of things that you learn, you learn from your peers around you. Um, And so a lot of DBs come into the NFL and they're, they're lost. And I was in that position, you know, I didn't really learn a lot of football until like year five. And uh, I, I do my best to try to like share that or, or even just help guys just navigate, just not just on the field, but off the field too. It's hard enough as it is to to compete, but then no, learn, is. learning yeah. everything else on the fly. Yeah. And also live like live your life. Yeah. And and everything else that, that comes with that um, and the attention and the money and all that stuff. Um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit because I know you are a big combat sports fan. And uh, unfortunately, uh, we're not going to get some of the great women's boxing this Saturday. That is postponed. that's what I just heard. Yeah, that is dude. postponed. Uh, Shields. Shields fight is going to be postponed. Um, the undercard was was fantastic with a uh, bum Gardner and mayor. Um, but we still have UFC uh, 279. Uh, we got Shamayev taking on Nate Diaz. Uh, I'm very pumped for this one. We got Tony Ferguson on the card as well. Um, stacked card as per usual. The press conference was canceled because some backstage going ons. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about about this matchup. What, what are your thoughts on this UFC card? Yeah, you know, I've been kind of, um, I've been hit or miss with UFC lately. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, I, I, how can I say this? I do enjoy it more because I think it's like way more competitive now. You don't have like one guy just dominating the whole time. But anytime Nate Diaz is fighting, yes, I am definitely tuned in because you just never, you just never know. You just never know. And you know that. He's not going to like back down. He's going to uh, bring it all. So I'm definitely excited for this fight um, because he, he just has this weird, um, it's not even so much like his, his physical dominance It's his mental aspect. Like he probably is mentally probably the, the toughest dude in all of, uh, maybe MMA right now. Just how, just his, his speaking of resilience, that's how he is. You know, you look at him. Yeah, he has 13 losses just because he's fought for so long, but you you would never think that just based off how he is. There was a story I read once about about the Diaz brothers that uh, when they used to train in, in jiu-jitsu, uh, they would train with some older kids at the time, and then the older kids would buy them a burrito. So it was really like you were fighting to eat, right? In a way, right, and, right. and when you come from that background, I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be motivated and you're gonna be resilient, um, exactly like you said. I wanted to, of course, ask you about boxing. Uh, it's it's you know it's a good time in boxing. We have a lot of big events coming up. Of course, Canelo Triple G, the trilogy is coming up on on September seventeenth. Right, Deontay. Wilder is back in the picture. We saw what Usyk did uh, to Joshua. We know Tyson Fury's flirting with retirement or not. Spence Crawford, hopefully, will will come together soon. We're all waiting for that announcement. What are you excited about coming up in in the boxing world? You know, what I'm excited about. Um, I'm actually excited to. I might go see Conor Ben in person. Okay. Uh, fight Chris Eubank. Uh, I'm excited for that because I I feel like. I, I think he I think he can be like pretty special just because he has like that 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 sure just I'm just gonna go fight 
You know, I think a lot of a lot of boxes they get too calculated, and maybe maybe this is it's a UK thing. You know, they get real calculated on setting traps and 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 trying to find like your, your weaknesses and what you can do. Whereas sometimes you just gotta bite your mouth guard and just go fight. You know, and I feel like that's the that's the mentality that that Connor Ben has. You know, it's it's like it's like when we compare uh, American soccer to European soccer or football that they call it. You know, it's these these kids in in Europe or or in other countries, South America, Mexico. They they're born with the the soccer ball on their foot. You know, that is that is what they do. That is the way of life. Where here we have all these clubs. We have ways of you know, it's a different development. And I feel like it's flipped kind of in, in boxing where it's like here or even, you know, certain countries, like guys just bite down an angle fight, you know, and I, lo- I love Conor Ben for that. Um, yeah, Haney, Cambosis. I mean, I, I think Haney's just going to walk over that. I, you know who I like? <clears throat> no, I like I like Montana Love. Okay, yep. He's fighting up coming, coming yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah. he's fighting up coming soon. And then um, I think at the end of the year, I think Loma's was going to make his return. So, um, yeah, I was really excited for the women's card um, this weekend. That's that's a that's tough. But, you know, rest in peace of the queen, you know, obviously that's yeah. respectful. And then mm-hmm. I, I think Shakur Stevenson with another wipeout happening. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a great time in, in boxing. And, and some of the matchups you mentioned, I'm, I'm definitely very excited about we we talked a lot about combat sports i i uh i spoke to sean merriman once he has he has a combat sports league we've seen uh frank gore get in the boxing ring you probably know where i'm getting with this any chance that we would see you compete in any type of combat (laughs) that is never happening at all it's it's uh for what you know what i mean (laughs) um if i want to like if i want to get in and and hit and fight i would just i would just spar for fun you know but i wouldn't I think um I think I've been hitting the head enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um and, and and what people what people fail to realize is it's not it's not about hitting somebody, it's about getting hit and, and learning how to do that. So unless unless my defense is like for sure sharp and up to par, then we'll see. But I'm I'm pushing 40 and um that's not gonna happen anytime soon or ever. <laughs> my wife is like if you do it you better be good <laughs> the motivation stupid, yeah the motivation for fighters is is always an interesting thing you mentioned uh you know like it's like the son of a legend it's like do you have that same motivation we can see it go different ways we saw that with julio cesar chavez Jr. Oh, i knew i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> and we're seeing it in in other ways with other fighters so it's it's the motivation of a fighter is is always interesting um i had one last question for you i mean we talked about your your journey in the NFL, winning a Super Bowl championship, um, you know you've reached the the highest pinnacles, and now obviously the second act, uh, being an entrepreneur in the wine industry, and and obviously a sports enthusiast, and all the other great work uh, you're doing. Um, you know you've been able to to be successful following your passions. I'm just wondering if if you had any advice to people listening who are on their own journey, um, how to you know be successful in 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 doing the stuff that that you love to do and and reaching you know a high level with that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is. Um... Number one, just educate yourself in the field. You know, it took me about almost three years to to get to a position where I feel comfortable to actually properly operate and run a business. And then the other thing for me is like, don't burn any bridges. You just because you just never know. You know, I, I always um, um, I'm in this industry or any industry with no ego. Um, I try to find ways to work together with somebody. If it's not right now, it's not right now. It's never like no, you know, unless someone is. Um, 
prideful with me, but it's never, no, I just find ways to help everyone help, try to find ways to work together and, and be super genuine, you know, just be a good person, understand business. And, and I feel like that's taken me a long way because I've, I've been fortunate to um, have a lot of people in my corner or have a lot of people that want to work with me or have a lot of people that want to help me. So I think that's the thing right there is just be genuine. It's good advice. Will Blackman, I want to congratulate you on everything that you have achieved and continue to achieve. Thank you so much for the time. I very much appreciate it. And I hope to talk to you soon, my friend. My man, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Curran Bhatia. 